Oh, hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 71. Lot to talk about, you guys. There's always a lot to talk about because it's, everyone's stupid. Everyone's gone insane. We live in crazy times. Everyone's stupid. But um, before I get into the anecdotes and the beginning part of this with the main thing, I'm doing a good job so far. Uh, I want to talk about a huge story from yesterday because <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, and this is how dumb the – no, 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 not dumb, not dumb, charming. How charming the smaller states of this this country are. Uh, but yesterday, South Dakota pulled to Florida, and uh, they came up with like a, a whole new slogan. It's a whole campaign that the the state came to uh, came together and made. I guarantee you, it was a they 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 definitely paid. I think I actually read this. They paid half a million dollars for this campaign, and this is what half a million dollars gets you. So they have a whole new slogan because there's a big meth problem in the in the country, actually, in the country. But South Dakota is taking it head on. They're taking the initiative. They're they're kind of ahead of the of the game and other states need to catch up. But, you know, with the first of anything you get. You get you get mistakes, you know, like the first iPhone wasn't good. And then they improved on it, you know, so this is the first anti-meth campaign i guess the first major one from a state and uh the slogan is meth i'm on it now there's a lot wrong with it but it's almost like they're promoting meth i just think this is really funny because the pictures are of an, a rancher an old rancher and it and i guess he's on meth and the, the the cool thing is is that you could do meth and just still be a rancher and still be 85 years old so you can have a fulfilling life. You can have a really, really nice, fulfilling life. You, he probably has great grandkids, maybe great grandkids. He's still ranching, ran, rancher, ranchering, to this day, and he's on meth. So that's cool. And then there's um, and then there's a <laughs> there's a football team, a nice football team, and it's diverse. Of course, it's diverse now. Everything's diverse. The one black kid, they got him. He's in it. So it's a black kid, and then a couple other people. It, their high school, high school football team and, and meth were on it. That means you could be a football star, a high school football star, and still do meth. That's how much of a problem it's not. It's not a problem because you can you can be the star of your school. You can you, you can still get the girl. I'm assuming they're still getting the girls. I'm, and I am assuming their sexuality. Yeah, I mean, you know, most likely they're straight and they are on meth. So it's not a big deal. I'm proud of them, actually. I mean, that's actually a big accomplishment. To do meth and to be a star football player, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, if I have one drink of alcohol uh, a day before I have a hockey game, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't play. So they're on meth. Proud of them. And then there's uh, a nice old lady on a rock. She's just, and it looks like she's kind of Native American, maybe. Actually, that is true. Most Native Americans are on meth and drugs and addicts of alcohol and everything. They uh, that's that's just how it is, I guess. Um, in South Dakota, but so basically, I le- what I learned yesterday, and this this has to have come from a lot of research and five hundred thousand dollars in ad campaign budget, but uh. I guess meth isn't the big deal. I was under the assumption that it wrecks lives and and um, 
it's really bad. But all these people seem like they have fulfilling lives, minus the Native American lady. And uh, they're all on meth. There's another guy on meth. He's in a coffee shop. And he looks like he even probably has a job not writing scripts in a coffee shop because there's no computer there. Looking at the camera, meth, he's on it. So that's pretty cool. We all can go do meth now. Uh, South Dakota, really good job on that yesterday. You know, when there's always well, there's always like really bad news, and it's just because there's of the access of information we have. So so a lot of things get blown out of proportion, especially with Twitter. Uh, most Americans aren't on Twitter. Only seven and a half percent are, and then let's just say a sliver of that are the loud minority of crazies from both sides of the political spectrum. So we blow things out of proportion, and it's nice to have some light news, like meth isn't so bad in South Dakota. So I like that. Maybe I should start doing that. Not meth, uh, just just talking about lighthearted non-issues of disastrous ad campaigns, because it's cute. It's pretty cute. Oh, no. Oh, no. I clicked on something, and it was Steven Crowder's voice, and now you're going to hear about that. You're going to hear that on the podcast. It's fine. So that is the f- that that's kind of the thing I wanted to get out of the way. Now, the, the, the thing I wanted to start the podcast with is the fact that I abuse the word thing and stuff. If you if you can go back in this podcast, you're going to see I said thing and stuff. I, I just that's how I describe things. No, I'm kidding. That's not what I want to talk about. Uh I wanted in my notes I wrote the internet was a mistake. We have we should have stopped in the 80s. That's maybe a topic for another day. I like that. I like that. I believe that. If you rewatch every movie or or just kind of tap into pop culture from that that era, it was pretty great. And that would have been perfect to just stop there, no internet, no email, no nothing. I know it makes our lives easier. But uh, every, I mean, the the cons outweigh the pros, in my opinion. But that I'll, I'll maybe get to that in another day, or actually maybe later on in this podcast when I want to talk about uh, what was the thing? <laughs> I have so many things in my notes. I'll figure it out. I'll remember. But let's start with this. Over the weekend, I went to this. Whole Foods like supermarket with my girlfriend, and I knew we were gonna run into people we know because every cool person goes there. I'm not saying we're cool. I'm not saying the people we run into are cool, but they 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 go there because there's a lot of women there, and and you know they like to hit on them and sightsee and all that. So we just went for a spazier. Look up that Yiddish word, and and I just had a feeling we were gonna run into people. Not only I we ran into two people named Jesse spelled the same way that 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 we know the odds of that are pretty low but that's besides the point. Uh, so we ran into a mutual person we know this guy he has a a pretty successful Instagram account that's now many other things besides an Instagram account, and then he turns to my girlfriend and says, uh, "How do you deal with his uh, women hating stances?" And sh- she just said, "Oh, I ignore him." And I guess to kind of diffuse it, he was saying it jokingly, but definitely he was a little serious about it because he knows I'm a conservative. He knows he knows I'm not left wing one bit. And I, I hate how crazy he, he's also kind of upset how crazy the left has gotten 
I mean, he knows they're not winning the election in, in 2020. He just knows it's not going to happen. But uh, when when we walked away after that, by the way, I did not get offended by that because I can I can take it. I can take it. I cried a little. No, I didn't. But I can take it. But when we walked away, I turned to her and I said, you know, I don't hate women, right? You know, I don't. And she goes, no, I know, but you do say some things sometimes. So it got me thinking. I do hate women. <laughs> I hate men too, though. I hate how both sexes have totally just switched switched places. I'm really aggravated. And it's, by the way, it's nothing new. This has been happening since probably before I was born, but like at a snail's pace. And then and then it's been ramping up ever since the internet, every, ever since the access of information, ever since the the what's taught on college campuses has seeped into uh normal society and how and how because before we were all ignoring it before we were ignoring this and and thinking it's it's just college kids and then they grow out of it which they used to except now it 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 just perpetuates itself all these people get jobs meaningless jobs at blogs or like Vogue magazine or whatever, and they write all. They have to justify their existence as journalists. I'm saying that, that word very loosely, and they they have to write stupid things. BuzzFeed and Vox and all of these these publications operate the same way. Clickbait. Clickbait wasn't a thing before the internet because there was no clicking to look at news, and you couldn't entice us to. Also, not only could you not entice us to read something through through crazy headlines of top 10 reasons why white people are bad. Or actually, there's one I'm going to... I'll read later, but I'll read it now. Abolishing whiteness has never been more urgent. A white guy wrote that. That 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 kind of that kind of journalism didn't really exist to the extent it does now. Look up the, the term whiteness in Google and look at where it shot up. It shot up like three years ago to where it became... A phrase people just say, and it's to to no repercussion. It's it's no big deal that people say it. So, uh, all, the the major shift has been happening over time, obviously, because they've been talking about this stuff in colleges forever. But ever since the internet, it didn't it didn't have an outlet. It kind of puttered out when people graduated college. It puttered out, but now it lives on forever. And not only that, but there's no such thing as deleting anything. That If something has been on the internet, has been online, it's there forever. That's why I think, yes, the Trump elections are very interesting, but we haven't seen interesting elections yet. We haven't seen the kids that grew up on the internet and have said the N-word because of they had an N-word pass or something. It's going to get even crazier. Trust me, Trump is paving the way, but that's just it. So I am frustrated with both sexes. I think that men have gotten weaker and have gotten more feminized and women have gotten uh, stronger and more masculine. Now, some of you might say, well, that's a good thing. Women should be strong and masculine and they should, you know, it's about time. Not really. I, I, I don't think it was ever a problem until Marxism, until cultural Marxism took over the universities and starting in the 1930s. It was never really a problem. It's it. it I hate using the the term conspiracy but it really does feel like this was done on purpose they really want to destabilize the the sexes the relationship between sexes the relationship between 
uh, races and and all that too. But they really, and and then and then people, my friend will will say, well, who are the they? Who are they? It's the globalists. It's the bankers. It's the people who don't want you to have a tie to your country. Do you understand that if if you had a unified country, if you and and if you really felt like the, like you needed to protect your country at at all costs, nothing will stop you from loving or protecting your country. There are bad politicians, but that doesn't that doesn't represent your country, like at at, at the heart of it. You know, like FDR, I think sucked, but you know. We we came together in World War Two and we beat everyone. We we won. We beat everyone. So you know there were the, there was the times where we had the leaders we we don't like, but we still love America, and 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 that is kind of waning right now. That there, I mean, you ask any young person, they they really don't care. To them, it's just uh it's just land on a on a on a map. That's it. They they don't feel like they are a part of something bigger than themselves. That's why I think religion is important. Not that I really partake in religion, but I do see the value in it. So when you destabilize everything and when you make everyone resent each other, it's easy to kind of sell globalism. It's easy to sell mass immigration. It's easy to sell anything when you don't care about your surrounding. And and to me, that's why I go off on art and architecture and everything like that, where where it's it's superfluous it's it's neither here nor there you can throw it away and i won't care because it it's it's like pop culture most pop culture sucks most most contemporary music sucks it's it's a uh, candy you'll like it for a second and you want the new thing you want the new hit because it's not going to stand the test of time for some reason they don't want things standing the test of time they don't want you to be a, t- a part of anything and they don't they don't and and that's why they don't like these men's groups or anything like that i saw i saw a thing uh, cuz i guess today's another hashtag holiday of international men's day look i'm a man and uh you'd think that I would like something like that but i think that that is as dumb as the international women's day i think all of these hashtag holidays are are retarded and but I saw a thing on Twitter where it said something like International Men's Day is not only for men but it's for women. It's for it's for, uh, damn it, I'm ruining this because I I can't remember what it said. But it was really really trust me, it was just really stupid. It wasn't even for men. Basically, my point is even that, even the ha- stupid hashtag holiday, we can't have that. Um, there's no men's spaces anymore. But yeah, I mean, look, everyone. Uh, We've all done a switch. And try talking to your male friends. If you're a dude, try talking to them about hunting. hunting, Especially if you live in a big city. In my gym yesterday, I, was, uh, I brought that up. And uh, it's funny how everyone parrots um, whatever is popular at the moment. So I was talking about how, yeah, I, I ate liver yesterday and I feel really good today. I just feel... Uh, I haven't, I, I, I've, you know, when you have it once a week, you really feel the benefits of it. I just, I just felt really good today. I could lift heavier. Uh, I, I woke up feeling good and nothing was hurting me. Usually I wake up in pain and, uh, and then he goes, Oh, did, did you hunt it? Did you hunt it? Like, uh, no, I didn't hunt it. I got it from a butcher and, uh, and I go, but, but what do you have against hunt? Like, what do you have against hunting? 
So I brought up hunting, and then he goes, well, did you make your bullets? Did you did you use a bow and arrow? Like, you resent something that's way n- humane and cleaner and more in touch with nature than factory farming. And then he brought up that stupid movie. What's that? I'm going to Google this really quickly. Uh, vegan Vegan documentary on netflix it's something so stupid and everyone's talking about it right now game changer the game changers so everyone's been talking about this movie i'm not gonna see it it's just really funny that you're trying to sell something that can only exist because of of um the comforts of society that you have like first world countries can be vegan you can be vegan in first world countries you, you can't be a vegan in Africa, I'm sorry, just you can't you can't do it in third world countries. It's impossible. You you have so much to your disposal in first world countries like the United States that you take it for granted. So you can you can be a vegan, you can be gluten free, you can be all these things to differentiate yourself from other people and and to make yourself feel special. This is what it is. People want to feel special. So then you'll have a a propaganda documentary like The Game Changers where it shows top athletes who have become vegans and who can who can still perform. First of all, the from what I understand, the top athletes that they have in there, one of them is a football player who got injured and uh, he just can't heal himself because he is uh, he's a vegan now. By the way, he didn't become a professional football player vegan. If he started being a vegan when he was a kid, he probably wouldn't be in the NFL. Same thing with the with the weightlifter that they have. The professional weightlifter or, or um, beach body whatever guy, not he's not like a CrossFitter. All right, my something was wrong with my headphones. Okay, so so and the the weightlifter dude, he supposedly also does steroids. So I guess you could be a vegan when you do steroids. But besides that, you're always gonna find anomalies with things. I hate when they take like little examples of people who are top performing athletes and who they maybe can do it but they still it's still you're depleting your your body from from what we've evolved with i mean the only reason we're here today is because of meat eaters so basically meat eaters pave the way for you to to have a a vanity type of diet and uh so why am i going on this little rant about the vegan stuff well because my friend who's not even a vegan he was trying to talk down to me about hunting and about eating meat and about eating organ meat and all of these things because we're all fucking we're we're girls now men are girls and we have to buy into the bullshit things that typically this is the mothers who have too much time on their hands typically will buy into this stuff <laughs> but but it's seeping into every every um little group the the different groups in uh society so it's just it's just beyond me and look maybe it's because i'm in los angeles but uh the role reversal is crazy i'll, just, I'll i'm just going to give one example because this could be a whole podcast and i don't want to rant about uh disliking where men and women are right now but one example, and it was something I was thinking about yesterday, was um, it w- it's uh, one-night stands. 
they have feminism has sold it that one night stands are good. You can you you can sleep around like men do. It's no big deal. But there's a reason why men sleep around. And and look, inventions of society, some are good. Monogamy was one, and it was really an invention by religion. I'm pretty sure, and it has been greatly beneficial towards um towards families creating families and having kids because it's it's proper structure uh and it's just an it's a stable environment for kids so sleeping around in one night stands are are um for younger men men who aren't in relationships it's more beneficial for men than women men are programmed to spread their seed and women have eggs they they need the seed to fertilize. Women aren't built to sleep around. They just need one mate. Men, I mean, if you look at Genghis Khan, <laughs> he he uh, he had hundreds of thousands of offspring. I think something crazy like that. But but men are wired to spread their seed. It's like Johnny Appleseed. You know the old Johnny Appleseed story. He had the apple seeds and then he kept on planting them everywhere. That's what we have in our bodies. And you know what? It doesn't go away. Women have a window. They have like a 20-year 20, 20 window to have kids, something like that. And then that's it. And then that's it. Women aren't meant to sleep around and have babies with 30 different dudes. Men, men are wired that way. Now, again, it's good, that, it's good to grow out of that and have a stable relationship and have a, have a nice family uh, and um, in a good environment for kids. But feminism has sold it where women can also sleep around. And by the way, I hate referencing studies, but countless studies have shown that that women are more miserable now than ever. But they, they're more free. They're more free than ever. They're more free than ever. So, you know, it's it. By the way, it's not like we by law prevented women from doing this. It's just it's just how we operated before. And I don't know. You're just gi- you're just giving us sex for free. It's great. It's really good. You're gonna be miserable, but it's you've been fooled. So, yeah, one night stands benefit the man more. But if I if I say that it's bad for women, I'm a sexist, and I hate women. And if I say women aren't happy in the workplace, which is true. And then you're going to come back and say, well, no, there's this girl I know, and she's doing really well, and she likes that. I, that's, that's one person. For, I'm talking about for the most part. It, it's not a conducive environment for women. And then you have to create, you have to create um, departments like HR that didn't exist before and waste money. I spoke about that last week, I think. I saw, then I saw a thing on Time Magazine, an article that more people think it's fine to it's more people it's fine for unwed couples to live together. Here's why many still think marriage is better. So basically I was reading I was kind of breezing through this a little bit last night and my reading comprehension is terrible so I don't really remember. But basically more people are living together, they're in relationships, but they don't trust each other. So again with stability, this this still is true. No matter how progressive we get, you can't go against an institution that's that's been pretty good for us for hundreds of years if not 
thousands of years. Um, so the, the, the couples who, who live together but aren't married, and even, even if they have kids, they don't trust each other as much as married, married couples. And I think that that kind of ties into what I was talking about. I'm not going to go into it anymore. Let's move on. There's a, there's other things I wanted to get to from last. Oh, actually, no. There was a this is a tweet pertaining to what I'm talking about now. Uh, this account, Peter Sweden, he said, uh, "Let's talk about sex in Norway. Seventy percent of Norwegians have have one night stands, highest in the world. Uh, average number of sexual partners is twelve. Average age of women marry." is 32 the result 40 percent of marriages end in divorce fertility is at 1.5 kids 1.56 kids norway is literally erasing itself for some reason a lot of successful countries are doing this now and then and then then they have to have open borders and all that but it's happening in japan too where they're just but they're not actually even sleeping with each other anymore. They're they're just miserable. And they they don't men don't ask women out. Men don't men, they're not having they're not getting married. They're not having kids. So he continues, think about this. The average number of partners is 12. There are many that have had substantially more. It is not that unusual to find people who have been with 20 or more. This is a recipe for unhappy marriages. And we see that almost half end in divorce. Uh, and this is again since the free love movement. You need around a fertility rate of two point one to sustain a population. In Norway, it is at one point five six, way below what is needed. If people don't change, the Norwegian people literally go extinct due to not having babies. By the way, Norway is one of the few Scandinavian countries that uh is pretty tight with their border and immigration. So uh. So he says, so what What do we do? No sex until marriage. Marry early. Have many babies. Traditional values. In Norway, they take 100 million... Uh, people take 100 million doses of antidepressants every year with population of only 5.3 million people. Could it be that hedonism is making people depressed? Imagine all the emotional baggage from one night stands and having 12 different partners. That pertains more to women than men. Uh, I think if you're a man, you got to grow out of that eventually. But for the most part, um, it, that affects women way, way, way more. Um, yeah, and then and then when you start having fewer babies and have and, and stop caring about your country and your values and your traditions and your identity, you become Sweden, which Sweden has uh, uh, so far a hundred explosions this year. This is an article from BBC. <laughs> it says Sweden's 100 explosions this year. What's going on? I don't know. I wonder what is going on. Are they do they have open borders or take are they taking hundreds of thousands of people who have no ties to the country whatsoever and who are rebelling against it and who hate its customs and its traditions and its differences? Is that what's happening? This is not a gun problem there. This is they they have a grenade problem. They have an explosion problem. I think Malmo is a no-go zone. And like if there's an explosion, ambulances won't go there. Um, law, law enforcement won't go there. And also they're very afraid. They're so nice over there that they're afraid to be called racists. So if they start 
categorizing who's actually doing these things, which it wasn't a problem before the open border situation, they they uh, they're afraid that they would be called racist because this is all happening from from the from the Muslims that they've allowed into their country. Not only is it bad for safety because rapes are going up, murder is going up, explosions are going up. Not as bad for safety, but you're killing your identity. You're killing your na- what's this is what globalism is about. When you erase national identity and the differences that we have and 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 the differences we can celebrate about each other, uh, and we, you make everything homogenous and you make it the same, uh, you can you can convince populations to do anything after that and to accept anything after that so i think that the what's happening in europe is is you you get to peek into the future and see what the future of the united states of america is and if we don't do anything about the the border situation you know you're just going to slowly this is not going to be the country that we knew <laughs> that we knew and loved in the 80s i keep referencing the 80s because it was just such a good decade maybe it's because i had a good childhood but i uh just look at the movies that came out there and uh you know look california used to be a red state it flipped texas is 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 rapidly becoming purple the fact that ted cruz almost lost that to beto o'rourke is should be worrisome for people but in the next 10 years, I think, uh, I think Texas will be purple or blue. It might flip. It just might fully flip. Uh, Louisiana just – I think it was Louisiana or Mississippi. All those states there around that part, they, they all seem the same to me. But uh, they, they just the, – the governor's race, the Democrats destroyed the Republicans there. And uh, so there's a lot of major shifts going on, and – I don't even care how many legal immigrants you bring in. This is going to just rapidly change. The thing is, is that the United States of America is a very special country. We, we, we basically, I mean, look at the, look at the Constitution. What we built this country on didn't exist anywhere else in the world, and it still doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. So people who move here, and especially most people who move here and don't assimilate, don't understand this country. It's not just a piece of land. And it's not a melting pot. It's not any of those things. It's the it's the it's what it was built on. And and it's a shame that no other countries took cues from us and changed the way that they operate to be more like us. So we kind of we're the only one. We're literally the only one. So that you know we're we like to think we're also po- we're, we're we're very powerful. We're the most powerful country in the world. Which yes, it's true. We do have. Uh, the strongest military in the world, but we're very, we're very fragile when it comes to the identity of the country. And I think that we need to protect it, and we need to cherish it. And the first, the the first thing we need to do, to, to protect it is besides closing the borders and building wall and and all that, is we need to mend fences with the opposite sex with the different races in this country we need to we need to be able to speak to each other which has been basically taken away from us the past 10 years we're getting more divided and i think that that is part of 
the plan of globalists. They want us divided. So I think we need to we need to fix that. And not become Sweden and not become the UK or any of these stupid countries. <laughs> so uh yeah. The thing I wanted to get to from last week was about was about what what they're doing to to grade school. The the crazy fringe left's agenda is corrupting kindergarten and elementary school and high school. So I I always thought college was the problem. College is the cherry on top. College isn't the problem. Like that's finishing school. That is that is not where they're attacking your kids and changing them. You can be the most conservative household, but when you send your kid to a public school, especially one that isn't in a good neighborhood, <laughs> a good zip code, you're basically giving them to to cultural Marxists. They're, th- that's who the teachers are, and, and that's what the, got, the handbook of, of schooling is now. They, um, they're using school to brainwash your kids into believing their propaganda. So I wanted to get to this for last week. It's a video that was going around tw- Twitter last week like crazy, and there's three videos like this. And then there's there's a couple articles after that that kind of pertain to this. But let me open this up right now. One second. So this is a classroom. So for those of you, well, obviously every one of you can't see this. Even I'm live streaming this. I'm not going to show it. Um, They're filming in, I would say, first or second grade or maybe third grade. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell. But it looks like... I mean, it looks like first grade. There's colorful things on the wall and whatever. So they have these these two ladies talking to these kids. And uh, someone tweeted it. They said, your taxes pay to corrupt your children. Today's topic is all about the different types of love. True or false? There's no right or wrong age to fall in love. This is true. People fall in love at all different kinds of ages. Is anybody here in love? <laughs> all right. When I was that age, I was not thinking about that. These kids are eight, maybe seven. Girls kind of start thinking about that earlier, but but more in like the Disney kind of way. They're, they they don't know anything about love or sex or any, I mean, th- you should not talk to be able to talk to kids about this stuff. But this is. <laughs> And they filmed this. I don't know what 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 is this for? I should have dug deeper and checked what this was for, but probably YouTube or something. Uh, it, it it's very pedoey. It's very pedoey. Let's go on. I'm in love with pizza. <laughs> I'm in love with sour candy. Me too. <laughs> All right, you see, so so kids love candy and they love toys, and and one girl said she loves Sean Mendez, but that's like when kids love just Justin Bieber or whatever. They it's it, they they are infatuated. They love their stardom. They love the pop culture aspect. They don't. This is not love. This is not sex. But this gets weirder. Relationships. There are all kinds of different ways to show love. And when it comes down to it, love is just love. 
what about things that could happen if you masturbate? Since some people consider Whoa. masturbation a form of self- Alright, I forgot about that. They're talking to the little kids about masturbation. Are you kidding me? I didn't know what that was until I was 13 or 4 or something like that. I can't remember, but that is absolutely insane. And, and by the way, I, di- I, I didn't find out about it from two weird ladies that came to my school and spoke about it. I actually remember one time there was a, in, I was probably in 8th or ninth grade, some guy came to our school to talk to us about drugs. I've never seen cocaine or anything, but he was talking about how cocaine ruined his life, and I just thought it was really funny. Um, he, he said he started doing cocaine because some lady, some girl he was he was in love with did it, so then he did it, and then he became addicted to cocaine, and I just thought, man, that is funny. And um, but, but, but this is bizarre. This is weird. I mean, talking to kids about drugs is one thing, but this is, you're talking to kids about, I mean, they, they still believe in Santa. Let them, let them have a childhood. This is crazy. What does masturbate mean? It's basically when you touch yourself for sexual pleasure. So a lot of crazy. people like to touch or stimulate their genitals in a way that feels good. You will want to have sex. So if we're thinking about wanting to have sex with another person, oftentimes not because you can make yourself feel good on your own. So you Why are you doing this to kids? This is they're grooming them. You know how they talk about grooming gangs and and in um with the Muslim grooming gangs in the UK where they there's like little girls and they they basically sell them on um sex slavery and all that and they 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 molest them ever since they're they're little girls. Uh how is this any different? Why are they teaching kids about masturbation and gen- I mean you can tell you can tell a word uh I mean you can tell a kid the word genitals you can mention that word to the nine out of ten ten out of ten ten out of ten kids will not know what you're talking about this is insane this is this is pedophilia this is pedophilia and in in, in um it, the the at the, the username is question question lgbt edu education they should not know about these things by the way you were not born this way read the read the douglas murray book um, the madness of crowds. There is no gay gene. It's it's uh, nurture, not nature. I get maybe maybe a sliver of people were actually born gay, but but we still haven't found the gay gene. If there is one, we haven't found it yet. Which actually, I I was under the assumption that we did because love is love, born this way. All of those things are slogans that were made in focus groups that are made to to be repeated like to re- repeat they repeat these sort of things and then and then the more it's repeated the the more fact it is but it's not fact and they're teaching kids this so it goes on and then for another 20 seconds and then there's a couple other videos i'll show you you might feel comfortable masturbating way before you feel comfortable having sex with another person absolutely it's something really pleasant and lovely that you can do for yourself, and if it's something that you enjoy, that's definitely a way of showing yourself love. That's definitely a way of showing... You know how you show yourself love as a kid? You build a Lego city with your brother. You go you go bike riding, you play hockey, you play basketball, you, you get lost in the woods, and then your family has to send out the neighborhood to with, with all the cops, and, and they, they think their kid got murdered. 
and you, but then you're just in a in your own imagination and you build a kingdom in the forest and then your parents are like where were you i was worried sick you were gone for two days and you're like i was in my imagination and i'm i made uh friends and then you're pointing at nothing because they're your imaginary friends that's what you do as a kid you don't masturbate this is fucking crazy so that's one video i i, I meant to talk about that last week and um so let's go to the next one schools i mean look when i have kids i don't know i'm they're, I'm, they're gonna be homeschooled or something and then, but how are they gonna make friends and be social and all that they're gonna be on sports they're gonna play sports and stuff like that they, there's a million other things where they could be social school i mean if, if this is what schools are turning into and it's not just in los angeles or, or new york or um canada and this is just how every how it is everywhere. They're not going to school. Sorry, not gonna happen. This is fucking crazy. They're trying to make your kid. They're they're grooming your kids. Uh, <clears throat> so then this next video is is actually I thought this was a dude, but it's a uh, it's someone who should have been a lesbian, but they transitioned. And then whenever these people transition, they talk about their journey, their journey transitioning. <clears throat> You're not. It's 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 kind of like girls in their in their uh, dating profiles when they go. Uh, I like going on adventures, but they really it means they like going to the farmers market. They don't actually want to go on dangerous adventures. They don't want to have the Indiana Jones lifestyle. They uh, they like adventures. They like walking on the beach and they like going to the farmers market. So it's the same thing. The journey. When I think of a journey, I think of like a dangerous mission, an expedition. Climbing Mount Everest with shorts on like Wim Hof. I don't think of a journey being, uh, I think I'm a woman, so I'm going to transition to that. That was my personal journey. My personal journey, this is how they, they can be special. My personal journey was transitioning, which isn't a real thing. I'm fixing my microphone. My microphone stand sucks. And uh, so let's, let's, let's hear this journey. Huh? You guys want to, you guys want to. Sit down in, in Indian style. Can you still sit Indian style or are you just sit, sitting with your legs crossed? And let's listen to this person's journey. This per And by the way, they always have stupid colored hair. I mean, we get it. You're special. Journey. If you were a girl when uh, like you were little, how did you like change to become like a boy? Uh, uh, so... By the way, it's super natural for kids to be weirded out by this and, and, and be confused by this because it's unnatural. This is this is the demise of a society. This is you, you hear about ancient Rome and, 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 and the great civilizations of the past, the, the, the latter years of, of where they just became fully degenerate. This is what happened and this is what's happening now. This is why you need to fight back against it because this live and let live libertarian uh, values that they they push and that a lot of conservative ink people push it's it's you, you just can't you you can't sit back and just let it happen you need to fight back against this stuff because then it goes into your schools and they try to indoctrinate your children this way and it's like it's uh i don't know it's flimsy it's flimsy when you have to indoctrinate children if you can't argue with people your own age and not only that, but if, if, if your form, the form of combating people with different opinions is, is just banning them from social media 
and then, and then you have to go and indoctrinate kids. It means you you have a flimsy argument and and you're wrong. You're just wrong. My twenties, um, for my personal journey, journey. I started with hormones, which is what changed my voice a bit, and it um, changes your body a little bit. Yeah. Like, now that you have the it changes your body a little bit, but you won't grow gen- You won't grow grow a penis and balls. You just you won't grow that. You still have a uterus and a vagina. So that is because I'm on testosterone. So, like, do you have male or female parts? Um, I'm sure a lot of people ask, or a lot of people are wondering that. Uh, for me personally, I have had top surgery, which means that uh, I had. These are uh, younger kids than the previous video, and it's the same. It's the same group. It's question LGBT edu. This is graphic stuff that they're talking to kids about. This is crazy. So I did have my breast removed, so I have scars here on my chest, and then I really only talk about kind of what's in my pants um, if people are getting in there. We're gonna play a game involving some chairs. How are these chairs that you selected? Comfortable. Oh, yeah, you look very comfortable. How are you down there? Not comfortable. Maybe that chair doesn't feel like it suits you, right? Why don't we switch chairs? Let's see. Everybody's gonna stand up. You're gonna do a little walk. You're gonna walk it out, and then I'll ring the bell. Walk. walk it out. Walk it out. I feel like you moved from the most uncomfortable to the second most uncomfortable. Or is that one that one works for you? That everybody has bodies, everyone has vessels, and these chairs are like various vessels. They're like various bodies. So some of us feel very comfortable in some of our cushy chairs. Some of them are like, eh, this would be better if I had a pillow on it. And some people are like, no, but this is not good for me. Same as that's enough with that video. Uh, this is just a crazy person. You allowed a crazy person to lecture your kids. This is this is what what is happening. By the way, I mean, why not just be a lesbian? Like, what is this person is a clown? This is a clown now. This is clown world, but this is a clown. And uh, you're you're making your point through musical chairs. Your point is being made through musical chairs, and then the person who doesn't sit in the comfortable chair. You you're telling them, oh, you're not comfortable. This is well, this is how I felt. I wasn't comfortable, and then I chopped off my boobs, and uh, maybe did something to my my vagina. But this is crazy. This is crazy shit. There's one more video. There's one more. I think it's with the other women from the other. It's let's go back to them. Uh, wait, where did that go? Did I actually? I might have, damn it, I thought I saved it, I thought I saved it, whatever, they, it was the same video, it's the same women as before, but they were holding up dolls and talking about their vaginas and whatever, again, to really, 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 really young kids, so, the, the, this it's it's not a problem with colleges anymore they're they're getting you you're they're getting your kids from the beginning and uh most likely you're listening to this you're pretty young 
So if anything like this has happened in your school, you should let me know. I want to I want to know about that. There was another thing I saw in the news last week. And uh, and a lot of this has to do with clout. Like a lot of these it's it's like it's like child star parents. They these are failed parents who lead uninteresting lives, unfulfilling lives. And then they use their kids to for clout. They use their kids to gain points online. So magazine shares four-year-old boy with sign, men have periods too. This is something I've been hearing a lot lately. And maybe that might be true. I just haven't gotten mine yet. I'm 33. And I'm waiting. I, even, I don't even know what periods are. I, I still don't know what they are. But I'm waiting. I might be getting it soon. Uh, a four-year-old boy holding a controversial sign which read, Some men have periods too. If I can get it, so can you. Was reposted by the Instagram account of Parents Magazine. Parents Magazine. By the way, if, if you're a parent and you need um, you need to read a magazine on how to be one or one of those books, then maybe you aren't fit to be one. I think it's kind of ingrained in us. Kind of like... We know what to do when we're hungry. We go eat. I think when you have a kid, you kind of figure it out. And it's not rocket science. So you don't need to read Parents Magazine, especially if they have a kid. Uh, if they posted a picture of a kid saying that men have periods too. I'm not going to go on a long rant about that because it's, I don't know. But the fact that they're using kids for their propaganda means, again, they're, they don't have an argument. So then if you attack it, you're attacking a kid. And then they say... You're a monster. You're attacking a kid like Greta Thunberg or whatever for the global warming bullshit. That is a that is a perfect sign. When you see them using kids for their mission, they don't have an argument. They're wrong. And all you need to do is just know slightly more than them and then you can beat them. But it's disgusting when they use kids. So, yeah. Blackface isn't a big deal. So you know how I said the 80s was better? Um, which is true. Just just movies, too. I mean, you can see the relationship between people and movies, like an Eddie Murphy movie, the Trading Places or whatever, where Eddie Murphy was a bum and then he was rich and then the guy he traded places with, which that, without them knowing, became a bum and he was rich and he's a white guy. The white guy in the movie wore blackface, and it was hilarious. I don't think Eddie Murphy was bummed about that. I don't think it, it, anyone made a big deal about it because there was no internet at the time. No one was able to complain about it. This thing, and by the way, both sides do it. So people are outraged that Justin Trudeau was wearing blackface, or that the 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 governor of Virginia wears blackface or wore blackface. And uh, I I get it. You're using it because they use it against you. So you're just you're just playing the game that they invented. And uh, because they attack your side if they had if someone wore blackface on your side. But really, uh, I think the proper response is, is blackface even that big of a deal? I, I don't think it is. Yes, I am a white guy, but I think the best way to mend mend race relations is by not blowing stupid things like that out of proportion by uh, by just accepting it. As something we have done, we don't really do that often anymore, and something that's kind of funny. It's like when someone dresses as a Mexican for Halloween. Uh, a lot of people are outraged about that kind of stuff nowadays, but we shouldn't. It's just funny. 
It, it doesn't matter. It's not really hurting anyone. And the reason I bring that up is because two things. So there was an article I saw yesterday that said, uh, I think it's from the Daily Mail. Anyone should be allowed to identify as black regardless of color of their skin, say university leaders. So basically, it's it, we've gone full circle. Before, that would have been perceived as racist. But now, it's 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 just gone so left that it went back to normal. But it's not even normal. Like, identify as black. No one other than attention seekers do that. And also, this is a university leader. University leaders are saying this. Stop sending your kids to college. It's clearly for dumb people. Like, we don't need to be doing that. Dumb people run these institutions. And the reason why they're dumb is because they're flush with money. They don't need to they don't need to, it doesn't need to be a place for intellectual thought and conversation and hearing new ideas. It's about regurgitating bullshit like that. So that was a big article that was going around. Let me see. I yeah, the Daily Mail. Anyone should be allowed to and then they have a picture of Ali G. Universities and college college Colleges Union, okay, so an ad just covered the whole page, can't read any of that, has set out its stance in an ongoing gender row. I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of that means. As well as gender, UCU said it also, okay, I don't understand any of this. But, yeah, you know, what the, you know what's really bad about the Daily Mail and websites like that is ads just cover the whole page. And then you scroll down. And then more ads cover the whole page. So I'm not going to read that. Uh, But none of that makes sense to me. But the funny thing is, is that also I saw that we're already, I'm already old when the movie, what's the movie? Tropic Thunder came out in 2010. So kids who are now like Gen Z are noticing that, that, Robert Downey Jr. wore blackface in that movie because he in the movie he went under surgery to actually change the pigment of his skin to become black. So he's that much of a method actor in the movie that he actually just wanted to become black, which is a funny gag. And the, the movie is that the whole movie is funny and it makes fun of all this. It wouldn't have been able to come out today. But these kids that are now teenagers are finding this movie and are shocked about it. So one example is uh, is this girl who was outraged. She tweeted, uh, Robert Downey Jr. did blackface for an entire film, but this app has been so silent about it that I only just found out. Yeah, it's because you just became a teenager. You know, it, you were a baby when that movie came out. And then she posts pictures, you can't be serious, and it's Robert Downey Jr. in full blackface. Like, his whole body is black. And it was only a few years ago. He's an actor, so he could do it, blah, 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 blah. No one cares what you have to say about this. But, yeah, I mean, we kind of do. This is how sensitive everyone has gotten. And this is what I mean. Like, blackface is no big deal. The example is Tropic Thunder. No one cared. It wasn't a big deal. But because people in politics that you hate have worn blackface, you then think you can use that against them. And both sides do it, and it's annoying. Blackface is not a big deal. I'm just going to keep saying that. It's it's not. I, I do not understand why it's such a big deal. And why it's racist. It's not. So, uh, oh, actually, I should have spoken about this right after with the with the kids. So, you know, with the grade school kids and the tranny bullshit. There's a there's a 
An- the Jeffrey Epstein story just keeps on going. So yesterday, there was... Um, I've never heard of this lady, which is actually a man. She's a tranny that is British royalty. I've never heard of this person because I don't pay attention to the British royal family or anyone that is associated with them. Obviously, everyone... There was the the Prince Andrew interview where he was talking about how that the the photo of him with the underage girl was photoshopped and he doesn't remember it and that he couldn't have been dancing with those underage girls because he doesn't sweat and then he mentioned that he with something else that he was at a pizza party which hey for those conspiracy the- conspiracy theorists about Pizzagate uh that's a that's a weird phrase to say that you were at a pizza party it's like they're laughing at us and here's another instance that they're laughing at us this is a crazy person that was on uh, the main morning show that I don't know what it's called. Good morning, Good Morning Britain, that uh, Piers Morgan is the host of. So they had uh, this lady, Colin Campbell, on Jeffrey Epstein. He was producing or procuring fourteen-year-old prostitutes. They were not minors; they were prostitutes. There's a difference. There is no difference. You're disgusting and crazy. And uh, at least there was pushback. There was, I mean, Piers Morgan was pushing back on this tranny. And um, it's just, it's they're laughing at our face. They can get away with it. By the way, there was another development in this in the Jeffrey Epstein thing. The two prison guards that fell asleep are are going to be charged and probably sent to prison. The 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 people who were thrown under the bus are getting thrown under the bus even more. By the way, you know in movies with espionage movies and spies and all that and how they break in somewhere and then they maybe throw a gas that makes people fall asleep? Who's to say that didn't happen here? So the people that fell asleep at the same time on the job were probably were probably just um, innocent bystanders, but they're going to be probably sent to prison. So wait, let's hear this person. Let's hear this tranny talk about the Jeffrey Epstein thing and the Prince Andrew allegations. She's calling she's calling 14-year-old minors who are raped prostitutes. This is crazy and there's no it's not there's no difference. You're just I mean, I don't know. Let's go. I've forgotten that Jeffrey Epstein cons- the offense with which he was charged and for which he was imprisoned was soliciting prostitution from minors. That is not the same thing as pedophilia. Soliciting prostitution. Prostitution. If you solicit a 14-year-old prostitution, you're a pedophile. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is... It it doesn't doesn't matter. And they were not 14 in Yeah, uh, that is bizarre. And this is a, a British royal. I don't even know what that means. Like, who cares about the British royals? I'm so American, I don't care about them. But this is um, this is a, a tranny, <laughs> transvesta, transsexual, whatever, uh, that that is calling them prostitutes. No, they were minors and they were raped. 
There's a huge difference. That is disgusting. But they're laughing. They're laughing at us. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, how, how long have I been doing this for? All right. Maybe I should. Yeah, I'm going to move on to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing. So there was a there's a big Sprite commercial last week. You know what's really funny about these weird lefty commercials that really aren't about the product, but they're about the agenda, is they're kind of remin- reminiscent of those really weird like GE commercials or Enron com- or mobile commercials. The, the big conglomerates that have these minute-long commercials of like a child running through a field and then p- people playing baseball and then and then it, and then it's like Boeing and then it's like a weapons manufacturing company nothing to do the commercial was nothing to do with with um what the company is about so there's a Sprite commercial that's basically the same and it's about <laughs> it's it's so bizarre it's uh it's it's like a whole gay commercial it's like a minute long I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm gonna actually play it, and I'll I'll talk. There's it's just visuals. So there's um a mom putting makeup on her son. Oh, and there's a song playing. There's a song. Okay, now there's oh, okay there's a there's a there's a woman there's a girl a teenager helping another girl who's now I guess now a boy who's wrapping her boobs. You know how the the young trans people wrap their boobs and then that actually you're you're mutilating your boobs when you do that when you wrap it so tight you're mutil that's self mutilation uh so so that this isn't a sprite commercial helping her f- boyfriend who's really a girl wrap her boobs around and then okay oh and then now here's a dude putting a wig on and then his grandmother helping him with his wig and makeup and corset and they're dancing so this is really cute. This is Sprite. This is so Oh, and then now here's a couple. No, 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 no. These are these are kids painting a pride flag for their sister, older sister with the sister's girlfriend. And um and then the mom before that was putting makeup on her son. Her son is dressed like a woman, but he's not trans and he's walking the mom is so happy. The the happiness in her eyes. The grandmother here is happy. Where the hell are the fathers? There are no fathers here. Clearly there are no the father would have not allowed this. A boy a couple. <laughs> it's a couple sitting in the back seat holding hands two dudes and uh some guy is driving them to pride. It's very ambiguous. You're not sure if the it's if they're in an Uber or it's a father driving them to a pride parade. And uh, and they're holding hands, and then the, then the 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 boy turns back. Okay, I guess it is his father. This guy is a, a Muslim. I mean, he's clearly a Muslim, and he's there's sadness behind his eyes. There's sadness, and he kind of smiles a little bit, but he can't hide the sadness. I mean, they, if I was a director, I'd be like, "Be more happy, be more happy." This is not a documentary. We're we're trying to paint this in a happy light. Be more happy. No smile. It's their sadness. Pride. What you feel when someone you love chooses to be free. Okay. There was one father figure in this, and he's very sad. He clearly wasn't a strong father figure uh, or father to prevent the gayness. And uh, this is what happens with single mothers and even single grandmothers raising a kid. Uh, there's no there's no balance. There's no masculine energy. And then you're going to have that. It's like it's it's like that doesn't matter. Fathers don't matter anymore, by the way. 
so um, this is a Sprite commercial. And yeah, they're, you're not alone. And then Sprite. People running into Gay Pride Parade Sprite. Okay, they didn't even show the bottle of Sprite, by the way. So that's how much they really care. It's 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 these companies have so much money that they can just spend millions of dollars on advertisements like this that are really 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 depressing if you think about it. Um, imagine capitulating to the point zero one percent of the population. I mean, who is this really for? It's really to shame all of you. It's really to shame everyone who is straight and likes traditional values and you know, wants to keep humanity going and happy and be happy and healthy. This is this is not what I think of when I think of happiness and and health and health. So that's pretty much a bummer. And uh I mean, again, there's something there's something going on when they're really when they're attacking kids. So Kanye West actually I like how every week I'm now talking about Kanye West, but he keeps making news. He um he went over the weekend to Houston for Joel Austin is like this really big evangelical preacher. He's probably worth like a hundred million dollars. Really big. So Kanye didn't have his Sunday service this week because he went to Houston and spoke in front of the congregation of like 30,000 people. But he went on a uh, on his little rant, which he, he's more of a ranter. I don't think he plans what he's going to say. But he's kind of saying something that isn't new, but most people in Hollywood aren't talking about, which is uh, protect your kids from being indoctrinated by Hollywood and the media. So he's right, but it's not just Hollywood and the media. It's like what I was talking about before. It's 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 the school system. It's it's so much deeper than just Hollywood and the media. But he he is right. And um let's hear what he said. I think it was like a 2-minute thing. But I want to hear what he said. By the way, everything he's doing now is very he, it's very thought out. It's very well thought out. He's doing this because he's going to run for president in 2024. He's going to get that evangelical vote. He's going to win. The media is going to give him all the attention because he is more interesting than anyone that's going to that's gonna run in that time. And the media will not be able to help themselves. Kind of like how I secretly think the media wants Trump to win in 2020. Because without him, they're done. If someone like Pete Buttigieg... Buttigieg wins. They're done. They're done. There's no more interesting stories. You're going to have a normal politician. People don't gravitate towards that anymore. So Kanye knows exactly what he's doing. Um, let's see. Someone has sat down with Sammy Davis Jr. And this is no, you know, knock to his family, but I want to use a specific name that we know of because it's a celebrity name. We have these icons we use it. And he leaned in and said, you know, Satan is as powerful as God. And that is the mentality that people have a lot of times when they're in service to fame, money, manpower. You start to feel like Satan is the most powerful. And you start to feel like if you service God, that in life, it means you will not prosper. And the only way to prosper is in service to fame and it. You know, 
It's like the devil stole all the good producers. <laughs> the devil stole all the good musicians. Kanye. All the good artists. All the good designers. All the good business people. And said, you got to come over and work for me. And now the trend, the shift is going to, sh to change. Jesus has won the victory. You know, we have our own daughters and we'll still be rapping about trying to hook up with somebody's daughter. Like not taking the responsibility as a man. That's why I say the song, Closed on Sunday, is the hardest record ever made. It's hard as the NWA record. Because it's talking about protecting your kids from the indoctrination of the media. The thousands and thousands of images that are fed children by the age of six or seven and within those images there are images mixed in that we don't know about as parents that are purposely mixed in to lower the kids superpower and esteem so that they can be more susceptible to consumption and feel that they need to consume and become a part of the robotic numeric system all right, I don't know what he was talking about towards the end, but Kanye is absolutely right. And this is what I was talking about before on this podcast, that for some reason they're attacking kids with all of these things. And uh, social media and pretty much everything that we are consuming today is is an attack on kids. I mean, parents who, who give their kids iPads and iPhones and all that, what the hell are you doing? You were a kid without it. You're just lazy and you don't care what they're consuming. It's like you care if they're consuming a vegan, a vegan, gluten-free, grass-fed, whatever meal, but you don't care what they're consuming on social media or even, even allowing them to have social media. It's, it's bizarre. It's crazy. You're letting them die. You're making them depressed. Kanye is very interesting here because a lot of people are, are – not sure if he's sincere about it. Let me tell you why Kanye is sincere about it. You have a multi-billion dollar corporation. You have your music fans. You have everything. And you're risking it by being traditional. You're risking it by speaking in these mega churches. So for those of you that don't think he's sincere, he usually people don't do this when they're trying to sell records or sell sneakers or anything like that. Um, usually they capitulate to the status quo in Hollywood and you're not looked at as crazy if you capitulate to those people. You're normal, but this is abnormal to them. This is abnormal to millions of people. So clearly he's sincere. Like, like when a famous person, let's just say last election went out and, and, and said, I'm for Hillary Clinton and all that, you're not, there's no risk. There's no risk involved in that. Of course you're for Hillary Clinton. If they went out and they said they're for Trump, that is way riskier. So, uh, you know, I, I hope there's Kanye news every week. I just hope there's Kanye news because it's, uh, he's interesting. And trust me, there's not going to be, there's, there's not going to be an interesting person like him running in 2024. That's why I think he's going to win. Um, 
I, I'm looking at the notes that I saved in it. Baltimore, Baltimore Museum of Art will only acquire works by women in 2020. Good luck with that. I'm not going to, I'm just going to read what I'm skipping over because I don't want to go over time. I'm, I want to kind of make this a tighter episode and not be an hour and 50 minutes. Uh, an inside source says President Trump's food taster became ill after ingesting an unnamed substance, which is why the president made a surprise hospital visit on Saturday. Look that up. That is actually an interesting story. I don't really talk about Trump or, or specific politicians that much on this podcast, but I'm always interested in 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 spy stuff like that, in in assassination attempts or whatever. I didn't know I didn't know that that presidents were still poisoned. I thought that was kind of a thing of the past, but I guess I guess this actually this is a real story that no one's talking about by the way. So Trump was fine. His food his food taster, his food tester uh became ill and supposedly cuz I read this yesterday, supposedly he um they spinned it as Trump just started his physical early. But really they were worried that he was getting going to get uh he was poisoned. So his food taster was poisoned but didn't feel the effects until 30 or 40 minutes later. So it was a slow release, which is rare. And um, the, the, the White House is very specific with who they get their food from. They, they, they go through many different safety precautions to you know, avoid things like this. So it, I, I'm, I'm now curious who was behind it. Because so many people want him dead. So many people don't want him to be in power anymore. Um, but, yeah, it's nothing to really talk about right now. Unless unless we find out more, which I doubt it. I think usually with things like that, they, they, keep, it, they keep it a secret. Um, oh, yeah, this is something I wanted to talk about last week. And then I'll get to some questions. So animal rights activists berate blind man for having guide dog. Uh, aggressive animal rights activists target blind men for keeping a guide dog that they claim should be running free in the fields. Jonathan Attenborough, 30 from... Okay, by the way, the UK has the weirdest names for places. From Fife, Fife, from Fife relies on his highly trained Labrador, Sam. People claiming to be animal rights activists said he should have he shouldn't have a guide dog. I like how, again, they get so extreme that they start attacking the blind. Who the hell would ever attack the blind? Like, what? has there ever been a blind evil person? It's so bizarre. So, uh, claimed he was told dogs should be running free in fields, not sitting in cafes. In a se- in second incident, so this isn't more than once, at a Portsmouth bar, again, weird name, uh, an aggressive woman called him cruel. This uh, this wouldn't happen in Los Angeles, by the way. People are too in love with their dogs, and um, it's not saying it's not okay. So I'm gonna make just a. This is my total. This is a theory. This is my total guess. Is that the the people who are mad at him might be Muslim. There's a there's a huge Muslim population in in the UK because of their border situation. And Muslims hate dogs. They hate dogs. So I'm assuming maybe second generation Muslim. I'm probably wrong, but it's just a good guess. Um, also, dogs wouldn't exist without humans. So do- dogs aren't part of nature. We confuse cats and dogs, by the way. 
because uh, cats can totally live without humans. They, you know, in lost cats, and you see a lost cat poster. They, they, they just went back to nature. They know how to hunt for themselves. They know they, they won't starve. But dogs, on the other hand, they're we've been breeding them for a hundred thousand years, so they've been evolving with us. They come from wolves. They don't. They, uh, they never existed in nature without us. We made dogs. So this this they're attacking they first of all they're attacking this blind man without really understanding nature. And this is my problem with people who live in cities. They their only access to nature is like parks, dogs or cats. Other than that they don't know how it really works. And dogs would die right away. If you just let a dog into a forest, he would die. You'd probably get eaten by a wolf because they'd be like what the fuck is that thing? And uh, he would die. He would starve to death. Dogs need us. So the dog is, uh, trust me, the dog is happy to help the blind man. But vegans are insane. And they're insane because they are, they're missing some nutrients from their vegan diet. And then the the insanity, the road it leads down to is attacking black, uh, black, blind man. Blind man with dog. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. I'm going to get to some questions now, and that's Sadcast episode 71. But here are some questions. Who do you think will win the presidency? Trump. Hands down Trump. Unless someone like Joe Rogan enters the race, which actually I saw someone post that saying, like, Joe Rogan should run. I'm like, actually, he probably would be able to win if he ran. Um, but the people running now are a joke. And, and again, they keep capitulating to the .01% like Sprite. And they're not interesting. And uh, they're as vanilla as can be. And they, and by the way, they, they when someone when one person drops out, two come back in. So so there's still 20 people running, I think, for the Democrats. And none of them are none of them are interesting. None of them are interesting. Um, nicotine slash marijuana addiction in youth. Um all I know about weed is that it's not the weed of your father's generation. It's so strong now that you can actually get addicted to it. I don't I don't think nicotine is a big deal. Actually, nicotine is like a nootropic. Sometimes I'll have a nicotine um mint that they sell for people to quit smoking and it's just it's just like having a coffee. Nicotine's not bad for you. Uh but you know, when they have it in cigarettes and it's addicting like that, then yeah, it is. But marijuana addiction in youth, I think it's just because of how strong weed has gotten. The THC levels are through the roof. It's crazy. It's a crazy drug. I hate weed. My gym is right next door to a weed shop. And you can tell who is going into the weed shop and who is going into my gym. The people going into the weed shop are fat. They have colored hair. Even if they're skinny, they have like skinny fat. And they're miserable. They always look disheveled and tired. And uh, the young people walk like they're old. This whole thing of medical marijuana to me is is a scam. It's not true, and uh, it's not. I'm not. I don't even look. I think the war on drugs is a huge mistake. But the way that we're marketing all of it as like it's not a big deal. No, it is, especially because of how concentrated it is nowadays. Talk about the whole impeachment shit. I have a feeling you have many strong words to say about it. The reason why I don't have strong words to say about it and the reason why I'm not going to really talk about it is because it's so boring and so inconsequential. And it's not going to 
affect anything. It's if anything, it's boosting Trump. It's uh, it's it's rallying the boomer, the boomers who who like Trump, and and their his, his um fundraising is through the roof because of it. But they're not. He's not going to be thrown out of office. Nothing's going to come of it. It's a it's a scam. And it's more than anything really, really, really boring. I mean, there's there's nothing... Like, at least Bill Clinton's had sex and all of that. This is nothing. This is so boring. The one thing I want to say about it is that it's a shame what's happening to the, the people around Trump, like Roger Stone. Roger Stone just got... He's gonna be he's gonna be sentenced. I I don't know minimum three years to prison for lying to Congress. He literally forgot something. If if you forget something and then you just say yeah I know because they're asking you hundreds of questions and many dep- depositions, you're gonna accidentally lie. That's why you have a lawyer with you and he says plead the fifth. Don't answer that because they're gonna if they want to throw you in jail they will find something to throw you in jail for. And Roger Stone is um. Uh, collateral damage in this whole thing and hopefully Trump pardons everyone who's been with him. Trump would have never ran for president uh, the presidency if it wasn't for Roger Stone. Roger Stone approached him in the late 80s to do it. So he he planted the seed for Trump and Trump should definitely have his back and pardon all those people. He tr- Trump should pardon so many people that will just piss off everyone. He should par- pardon Roger Stone, General Flynn, uh, Martin Shkreli, he should pardon, um, what's his name? Uh, the WikiLeaks guy. What's his name? I'm blanking on his name, which is great. I just read it two seconds ago. Um, tell me now in the live stream. Whatever. Uh, is suicide a valid escape? No. I, I, uh, I get why people do it sometimes, but. No, especially if you're a young kid. I mean, you know how they say for gay people? Oh, Julian Assange, thank you. Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks. Trump should pardon all these people. And Ross Ulbricht, I think that's his name, Ross Ulbricht, the guy who uh, started the Silk Road. He's basically, he's younger than me, I think, and he, he's he's in prison for life unless Trump pardons him. Trump should pardon all these people. Uh, but suicide is not a valid escape. It, it's a shame because suicide among among young people, I think especially young girls, are uh, it's skyrocketing, and it's because of the addiction to social media, and uh, how how alone everyone feels. Social media, like we're all connected and talking to each other nonstop, but really it's just making people lonelier. So no, it's not a valid escape, especially if you're a young person. You have your whole life to look forward to. The things that you experience as a young person, the things that you're embarrassed of as a young person. Uh, y- it's 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 natural to blow it out of proportion. It's natural to to f- make something a bigger deal than it is, but it's getting worse now because you can be now embarrassed online. You can be embarrassed, and and you can see the thousands of people that see it, and it is, uh, it's 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 not. This is not natural. The way that we consume information is not natural. So things are just blown out of proportion. And then people are like, okay, I'm just going to commit suicide. Fuck this shit. Um, whatever you're embarrassed about, even as an adult, whatever you're embarrassed about or sad about, it will blow over so quickly. That's why if you're ever a famous person or a politician and you're a part of the 24 hours news, news cycle, if something really bad happened... 
just ignore it and it will blow over because there's going to be another story coming up and people will forget about it. People have such short attention spans that it's not a big deal. Why is, why is school is bad? Hey, uh, I kind of answered that with everything before. I think, you know how politicians or people in the media will be like, we need to fix the public school system. We need to fix this. We need to fix that. And you know what it needs? It needs more money. You know how we fix these things? We abolish it. Government shouldn't be involved in it at all. That's how we fix it. Let the private sector take over schools. And then you're going to be like, no, but there is there's a private sector. There's private schooling. Yeah, but not to the extent that it should exist. If government was involved in schools, there would be an insane diverse range of, of schooling. By the way, it's so archaic. The way that we, the way that it functions, it just, it, it, it's weird how you can have the progression of technology at this rate. And uh, I mean, look, think about it like this: apps are ten years old, or eleven years old. There was no such thing as apps before. So, uh, but the school system is always going to be the same. Not only that, but it's going to be, it's going to be a vessel to just corrupt and brainwash your kid. The way that you stop that is by letting people have a choice of of which school they send their kids, and the way that you do that is by by destroying the not the monopoly that is government schooling. And more questions. Australia fires. I don't know. Oh, how good was Eric Swalwell's fart on live TV? So, so it's it's supposedly, supposedly. Okay, for those of you that that don't know, Eric Swalwell is a congressional. He's he's a member of Congress. He's a liberal. He ran for president for a few months, and everyone hates him. And he hates Trump so much. He was talking about the impeachment stuff on MSNBC last night, and uh, he farted really loud. Now it's a conspiracy because people are saying that no, it was a mug that was dragged across the table, and it made that a farting sound noise. Doesn't matter. Even if he didn't fart, he farted. It's just that's that that's where it's at. You can't convince other people other. You can't convince people otherwise. You just can't. You can't. He farted on live TV, and he's gonna be known as the guy who farted on live TV. That's gonna be what he's known for. Nothing else. And uh, it sh- it it couldn't have happened to a worse person. So it was great. Uh, my sister said she was a radical socialist. What does this mean? It means that you should shame her. And it means that it, I'm assuming she's in college and I'm assuming your parents are probably divorced and she hates her dad. And I'm assuming she's also a feminist. So shame her with facts. It's it's so cute when people are socialists in first world countries like the United States. It's so cute because you are living rent free with your parents. You don't have to pay for food. You don't have to pay for anything. If, if you're a little bit well off, you might even have a car. And you have spending money. You 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 probably don't even need a job. So it's so easy to buy into socialism when everything is provided for you. So it because you believe in it because it worked for you. You're living off of um, welfare. Your parents are your parents are the government really, and they're giving you welfare. And uh, so you're you're thinking you see it works for me. It could work for anyone. That's what it is. Uh, will you date me, Philip? Philip Hancock, you're going to have to go through Nicole and ask her if it's okay, but you're uh, probably not. And uh, you're also a dude, and you're Australian. You're too Australian. 
Uh, someone said hashtag Fartgate, which was the Eric Swalwell thing. We spoke about it. Depression. That's such a big topic. And, and again, you can kind of connect the dots with the things I was saying before about um, uh, the, the addiction to social media and blowing things out of proportion. And the whole depression thing isn't a chemical imbalance in your head. A lot of people who have depression or who think that they have depression or anxiety – you don't actually have the chemical imbalance. There's a, there's a sliver of the population that does, and those people do need to be medicated and do need to go to therapy. But for the most part, it's your overconsumption of social media, your addiction to technology, your lack of exercise, your, your consumption of bad food, and um, the amount of energy you actually have in a day that you don't deplete, you don't use, uh, is, is, is mind-boggling. You need to be so active to not be depressed like to to keep that keep that at bay but people it's just so easy to just be like well i'm depressed i guess i'm a depressed person i guess uh i guess i have anxiety you don't naturally have those things your your whole life is you're living it in an unnatural way even something like going to the supermarket is unnatural it's a new invention. You used to have to hunt and worry about your food. That's what you used to worry about. You used to worry about real life-threatening things. Not, oh, I, 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 no one likes me in school, and I guess I'm going to kill myself. And it, again, it's all blown out of proportion. And the more sedentary your lifestyle is, the more depressed you'll be. So depression is a very big word that real few people actually on a chemical I'm on a, on a chemical level actually experience because everyone else it's you're not moving you're too addicted to your screens and you're eating like shit that's what it boils down to that's it and also be embarrassed more in your life the more you, embarrassing things you experience the, le- the the more you can just brush it off the more it just doesn't matter do you still wear your sad water merch every day? No, not every day, but I do. I do wear some of it. Someone stole my hoodie, so I. I the one thing I loved a lot. Uh, Richard stole it. I had him on my podcast. He stole it. He still has it. Uh, what are your top five and bottom U.S. states? I don't know. It doesn't matter. And uh, that was a bad question. That was a anticlimactic way to end it. And that is it. That is Sadcast episode 71. If you want, if you're watching this on Periscope and you kind of popped in, in and out, just rewatch it. I'll keep it up. Or go to Spotify and iTunes and type in Sadcast. And this is episode 71. I am Sadwater. Here's a song. I love you. Bye. Bye.